Hey everyone, I'm Patrick. And I'm Samuel. And welcome to the second annual Shiro Cross Titan collab. And in this episode, we'll be talking about community happenings, memories of 2018, and what we're looking forward to in 2019. All right, so first start off, why don't we go around and give us a little introduction, see what we've all been up to in this last beautiful year of 2018. Kay, would you like to uh, start us off? Hey, everyone. Pardon my voice, I'm still sick. 2018 is a very interesting year for the Saturn. Uh, For me, I ended up getting myself down to just one uh, title needed to complete my North American set. Uh, I got to meet uh, Ben from our Shiro team over at PRGE. And I had the honor of uh, dumping and releasing a bunch of unreleased games. Nice. Uh, this is uh, Brian from the Titan Cast. Uh, and Kay, it was good to see you guys at the uh, at PRGE this year. It was, it's always an awesome event. And I know I really look forward to, to going next year. Um, oh, yeah, Pat, didn't you say you were thinking about going uh, this year too? Maybe. I don't know. It, it all depends on what's in the cards. I'd like to go originally, but I'm kind of bouncing a couple things i like to try see family things of that nature but uh i'll definitely see in the next couple months what i'm gonna do but i'd love to come down there and see you guys though yeah it's such a good show and there's just the whole weekend there's always a ton to do um you know including all the panels and just you know you go shopping and play just random atari age games or other other uh arcade games or hang out with k at the murderer crows booth which everybody should do when they go to PRGE. Anyway, otherwise, yeah, that was a big thing, I think, for me as well this year. Otherwise, I have uh, haven't been up to too much. I'm just recovering from the holidays. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just playing a few games here and there. A lot of Beat Saber. That's actually a pretty addicting game. Uh, I had a lot of fun with that. But, yeah, not too much uh, for now. How about you, Chaz? Yeah, so for me, uh, not a whole lot of Saturn-related, per se. Uh, as, of, as in my life, I'm... <laughs> I'm just focusing on uh, getting my marriage situation underway. So I'm getting married in March. Oh, congrats! Yeah, congrats, so I've, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's been that's been a that's been a big uh, big occupation in my life right now. That's uh, taking priority. And for Christmas, <laughs> I didn't ask for any Saturn games, but I did get a couple MSX games. To my pleasant surprise, I got a uh, a Pipples and a Penguin Adventure. I'm sure you probably have heard of those. If you're familiar with MSX, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two, two, uh, two fun Konami games because you know Konami had a huge MSX division. Which uh, the MSX collection is the one that uh, is was the game on Saturn that actually got me into MSX games. So I've been diving into those a lot. For those of you who are listening, if you haven't already, I highly recommend that Saturn release of those thirty MSX games on it. Even if you don't get a computer, or or if you don't even play all the other games, there's a it's a really nice collection because it's it's a real bang for your buck if you pick one up. And that one's getting a bit pricey, or or is it, or is it still okay these days? I actually haven't been paying attention to that one. As far as I know, when I bought it, it was hovering in the eighty to one hundred range. Mm. Well, I mean, I guess that's a lot cheaper than buying an MSX and trying to track down those games individually. Yeah, I know that firsthand. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of a cool endeavor, though. I mean, I don't think that's a system a lot of people really. Um, Obviously, it wasn't released out here, I don't think. It was just in Japan, right? Yeah, it was mostly Japan and a little bit of Europe. I mean, we had the Apple and IBM standard back then, so we didn't really need the MSX standard. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's not it's not a common knowledge thing over here in the U.S. But hey, if if you if you, if you're willing to spend the money on it, it's it, it's a lot of fun, but it's it's not cheap. How about you, Nuno? 
Well, 2018 was a very interesting year for me, uh, mostly on a personal level. A lot of stuff happened, and maybe precisely because of that, I just didn't have as much time to dedicate to the Saturn as I hoped. And in terms of just Saturn playing in general, but just my relationship with the Saturn and what I was involved with, I spent most of last year just playing games to make content, not really so much playing games just for the fun of it as I used to, but mostly to to produce videos for the Saturn Junkyards YouTube channel. But uh, speaking like this, it, it almost sounds as if I'm complaining, but I'm not because it was loved making content for our YouTube channel. If anything, I'm sorry I couldn't make even more. We had sort of a hiatus that lasted almost half a year, and which shouldn't have happened, but it's it's life for you. Things happen and you just can't spend so much time uh, on side projects like this. And I hope to pick up the pace and keep making more content this year, because I there's just so much stuff that I want to do, and it was really a lot of fun, and I ended up exploring games in some different ways because uh, for example our, we have our tech battle series where we're, we kind of do a DF retro thing where we go into the technical side of the games and compare different versions and even different uh, region releases of the same game and to spot all the differences and that's a lot of fun and it's uh, I end up, end up uh, noticing things that I wouldn't have noticed if I wasn't playing with that specific purpose in mind. So it was a lot of fun, and I really hope to keep doing that in 2019. Um, other than that, in terms of general gaming, if you've been listening to the Titan Casts, our rest of the Saturn Junkyard, you know that I'd spent a considerable amount of time in 2018 playing Assassin's Creed Origins, and now that I've finally finished it 100%, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I hope to keep playing it for 2019. So that's it. <laughs> what about you, Patrick? So is that the is Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Is that a sequel to Super Mario Odyssey? Oh, it's the most amazing crossover, man! You wouldn't believe. Gotcha. So many years in the making. Can't wait. All right. Uh, actually, side side note. Actually, there was I got a ROM, and there was actually Super Mario Odyssey ROM hack on the SNES. But it had nothing to do with Odyssey. I got it like three years ago. It's just a really funny side note. But uh, anyways, um, I had a pretty good 2018. Um, I moved into a new place, so I'm very happy with that. I have my own space now to do stuff a little bit more. I got some more equipment for streaming and uh, and capture, which unfortunately towards the end I haven't done much of because I uh, just got a little bit busy with things and things have been happening. But hopefully next year I'm hoping to get some more streams up and get you guys that content that you're craving for. Yeah, but uh, at the December, I actually got into the Mister Project, which I've been really passionate about recently. I don't know. Uh, have you guys heard of the Mister FPGA uh, whole project? Yeah, I have now through you. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I've been selling it to everybody. So basically, it's just a. I guess short notes. It's basically like the analog NT, where it is a FPGA you can flash course to, and it could play games and s- simulate the hardware versus emulating the games itself. So uh, I'm probably not doing it justice right now, but you guys can look at it. Just Google Mr. FPGA a Game Project, and it should come up, and it'll explain it to you. Smoke Monster has been a big, m- massive power behind that. 
Um, so if you guys are interested in checking that, I would recommend that. But that's been what I've been wrapping my hands around. Playing, finally playing MSX, NES, and even on my PVM. So it's been amazing. But um, uh, Christmas-wise, what I wish I would have got for the Saturn is the uh, that two-player fight stick. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have seen it. It's like the, it's like they ripped a panel off of a uh, a um, a Astro City console, uh, Astro City arcade console. I don't really want that. I didn't get it, but I did get something really cool from my friend Justin, Justin Cox. He got me a copy of Out at the Outrun from the Sega Ages collection, and I've been really, uh, really enjoying playing that. So I really, really appreciate it, man. So shout out to him, and thanks again. And uh, hoping to uh, have a good 20, 2019 this year. It's gonna be amazing, guys. I can't wait to see what's in store. What about uh, what about you, Peter? Uh, well, twenty eighteen. Uh, was the year that I finally took the plunge and got myself um, pseudo Saturn Kai, and so uh, a couple things that that enabled me to do. First of all, it enabled me to finally back up all of my different Saturn saves, and you know that might be a little bit nerdy, but I was super excited to be able to do that. Got some saves that obviously you know are going on 20 years now, um, and then it also let me try out some you know curious oddities in terms of Saturn programs. So I've been able to get a few um, unreleased Sonic games running on my Saturn. I'm talking about Sonic Extreme that's been kicking around for years, um, as well as the Sonic Z stream that uh, sort of uh, dropped this year. So just to have that running on actual hardware was super awesome. And then it also opened the door for me to be able to experience, um, you know, games from different region without too much hassle. And one game that I really sort of took to this year was uh, Swagman. I know I've talked about it in previous Shirocasts. It's just, it really surprised me. It was a fun, you know, charming, quirky little game. So, yeah, it was a blast. And um, I guess the other thing for 2018 for me is... Uh, for those of you that don't know, I'm virtually exclusively a retro gamer, so the latest system that I have is actually a PS2. I have nothing newer than that. And uh, this year I ended up taking the plunge, and I ended up buying myself a Nintendo Switch. And the reason I did that is simply just to be able to play Sonic Mania. I've had just an amazingly fun time with Sonic Mania um, so yeah, that's that was my 2018. Looking forward to just having a bit of extra time to play in uh, 2019. It's always tough as we get older, I think. But uh, yeah, what about you, Dave? How how was 2018 for you? It was uh, 2018 has been a big year. <laughs> I don't know if I if I go back to the beginning, so much has happened. Um, I think a lot of it was, you know, just building the Shiro cast, building the. Uh, the community um so much has happened in the in the saturn gaming community in this last year you know and then of course i had to step away from the podcast uh because i'm a father redux uh i have a baby girl and uh in love with her she's a handful and it's hard work but uh it's well worth it and um Basically, in in the meantime, you know, trying to balance uh, parenting and everything like that with trying to stay active in the community and trying to do what I can. I've been uh, I upgraded my PC setup, so I got a beefy gaming laptop that's uh, gonna allow me to do a lot better quality streaming. Um, you know, it's handling you know it's got multiple multiple cores, so it's able to handle all this uh, you know all of these uh, multitasking things that we do. And so I'm trying to work on getting my stream quality up. 
I am excited about the uh, I'm excited about all the texts that I get uh, from Zaiden, uh, Cameron uh, regarding the Netlink compatibility because he c- continues to tweak that and find better settings. And uh, recently, even more recently than my recent uh, stream that I did, which didn't go very well, he he found some some tweaks that have made it almost lagless. So that's exciting. I need to test that out with him. And uh, to- oh, go ahead, Pat. What's up? Oh, I just want to say, did you want to talk a little about your uh, the the Nights in the Dreams project you've been working yeah, on? Yeah, I was getting there. <laughs> I mean, sorry, I, I didn't know. I didn't yeah, know. no, no, I'm getting there. It's just it, it, there's so many things to think about. You know, I mean, like uh, this year has been like a roller coaster with ups and downs, and uh, you know, times when I've been really busy, and then times when I've really had to take a step back. But one thing um, is that uh, the Christmas Nights uh, release that we did last christmas you know um you know that that got around and i guess it made its way onto uh you know some ebay sellers pages as a bootleg i never thought that my work would be bootlegged but but you know it's kind of an interesting perspective i think i feel like i know what what sega feels like uh a little bit but uh but i have i kept a sense of humor about it and um i went ahead and did like a small like limited run of 50 uh for the community and and that was well received you know so that was fun. Uh, it's kept me busy, but I've just finished up uh, with that. So, so yeah. Other than that, you know, I'm just trying to continue to prioritize family, and then ch- just try to like squeeze in some gaming here and there. You know. How about you, Simon? What what are you up to? Um, well, I spent an absolute ton of money on this in 2018. I I didn't intend to, but uh, I ended up spending a ton of money on software and hardware. I bought a lot. A lot of games that I, I didn't know about or I, I hadn't experienced. Um, a lot of repros. Kind of being blown away by the Saturn this year. It's it's um, entire gaming uh, time for the whole of 2018. So I haven't actually... I have a PS4, and a <clears throat> Xbox 360, PS3. Just haven't really touched them at all. Um, because the Saturn has offered me such a, a, a good variety of games... <clears throat> And experiences. So, uh, yeah, that I completed Police Notes, which was like a big achievement for me because play that game. Um, I also, for the first time in my life, came first in Sega Rally. So I unlocked the Lakeside course, which was just mind blowing for me because it's a game I've played for like 20 years plus. Uh, and I failed to uh, complete Burning Rangers <clears throat> when the rest of, of my team did. Uh, I was the only one who failed to, to complete that. So, yeah, bit of a mixed bag, but a, a good year, 2018. Very excited for 2019 coming up, which I know we're going to discuss later in the podcast. But uh, it's been a, a year of gaming for me. How about you, Sam? Well, my 2018 has been very much like uh, like Dave's and, re- and very much like Nuno's to a degree. Um, as most of you know, at least our fans know, that... At the beginning of the year, I was firmly working with the Junkyard on Junkyard YouTube, on the podcast, and then I decided that I wanted to go out upon my own roots and create my own channel. That has pretty much turned into some really awesome stuff. I'm concerned the fact I've only got like 12, 13 videos out and I've already got 309 subscribers right now, at least. It's been an awesome year. Really, it has. Um, But very much like what Nuno has gone through, life kind of took its toll and I had to step away from things. And it was a three-month hiatus for me. It wasn't half a year, thank God. But 
most of my audience has been very receptive to how I've come back, the reboot of sorts for my channel, besides the YouTube aspect of it. Saturn has... Saturn really hasn't been the biggest thing of my year so far. Uh, I have been trying to pick up on a crap load of backlog games from all the way from the PS2, especially on the um, the PS1. I have a huge backlog I've been trying to get through. And modern gaming. I mean, just last night I did a stream of uh, Castle Wolfenstein. Well, the new Wolfenstein series, the old blood. I've had this game and it's been sealed for like a year and a half and I've yet to play it. And I finally got to break the seal on it last night and play it for the first time. That was actually pretty cool streaming that. I kind of like streaming first person shooters. Um, but, I caught that after the fact. Yeah. Sorry, they, I wasn't there live with you, but uh, nah, maybe woke it, me up in, in the middle of the night and I was like, couldn't go to sleep. So I watched your stream. It, it's good, man. It's good. It, it was interesting. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's kind of, it kind of sucks that the first, something we talked about last night, um, at least during the stream was, is that modern gamers don't really understand how good they have it, especially in regards to first person games. Because if you're a Saturn fan, which more than likely you are listening to this podcast, you know, just how difficult it was to play first person games on the Saturn. Um, granted back then we didn't have all the knowledge we have now. So it was kind of just, you know, that's how it was. Um, prime example being the differences between like, say how, um, let's see what would be a good one, uh, Power Slave, how it controls versus like Mobile Suit Gundam Side Story, the Blue Destiny, how it controls, or better yet, even Gun Griffin. You've got all these different control schemes for first person gameplay, and it just blows my mind how we've got this uniform system now between two dual analog, between two um, analog sticks and no one has to worry about clunky mechanics or trying to figure out what buttons. It's almost entirely standardized. But back to my childhood as, as a Saturn fan, you could have the same genre, the same format, everything, the same, you know, the same number of buttons. And the layout was completely different. So you had to literally go through and learn every single game and try to master it. And as soon as you jump to a different game, it just screwed you all up. But 2018 um, has been a pretty good year, man. My little daughter, she is she is really getting interested in gaming. She's still only two years old, but she absolutely loves coming to my room and playing with all my gadgets and playing with my Dreamcast and my PS1 especially. She loves opening up the lids, so I've got to catch her whenever she does that because she tries to she tries to put stuff in them. But um, it's been an awesome year so far, and I'm really looking forward to 2019. I've got a lot of not, a lot of ideas for videos, and um, the community just seems to be blowing up so much in a good way. It's it's not we're not just getting numbers in, we're actually getting members that are coming in who are actually actively participating. And that's probably the, the most awesome thing about it because you actually get to share those memories of each other. You get to talk about your past and you actually get to see the world through someone else's eyes, which honestly, that's why I joined this community. But that's pretty much it for me. Touching. Yeah, that's an interesting point, Sam, about the, you know, how we were kind of adapting uh, or developers were adapting first-person games to try to work with a, a, a old gamepad like the Saturns or Dreamcasts. Um, and to that end, actually, one of the things I got for Christmas uh, was the controller adapter uh, for the Dreamcasts, uh, which lets you use your uh, PS4 or PS3 controllers wirelessly with it. And what I really like about it is it kind of maps the face buttons to um, the second analog, the right analog stick. 
And for a lot of games like uh, OutTrigger and MDK2 and some of those, um, I think uh, Fur Fighters, I was I was doing this a bit, but it, it essentially lets you move around, you know, as you would be pressing the face buttons to move um, with the analog stick and kind of adapt a dual analog uh, control scheme. Although it's not perfect for, and, it, and it's very difficult to to configure for some games, maybe impossible. But um, but it's actually it works pretty well for for those ones. Um, and so that was that was pretty interesting. And I hope to see something similar um, with the Saturn, unless that already exists. Um, but that would be really cool to see. Did you try it with Bangio? No, not yet. Oh, wait, because that game uses the the but the but the face buttons as the directions to shoot. So I think that'd be perfect for that kind of game. But oh, that's right. Yeah, that, well, I don't know. I think I've, I think I only have uh, Bengayo on um, the 360. Yeah. Also, uh, also, you can actually hook up fight sticks to it, so you don't have to buy a Dreamcast fight stick and mod it. You can get like a real arcade pro and just plug that thing in there and go. Oh, cool. Which I think is my the reason I want to get it. But, but yeah, that's really cool. I'd love to get one of those uh, for the Saturn too. All right. So, so what are we on to next? We can talk about the the personal favorite Saturn things of 2018. Katie, do you want to kick us off? Getting Daytona Netlink was probably um, one of the biggest highlights uh, for Saturn in 2018 for me. Damn. Yeah, it was. Congrats, that's awesome. Thanks. And so that just leaves me with Screams Volume Two. I think we ended on a pretty high note, or you know, maybe we crossed over on a pretty high note with uh, Link Liver Story getting uh, a translation. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. But as far as, as like, pure highlight, I mean, getting that and getting the karaoke uh, add-on for um, the non-Navi High Saturn uh, was super big. Um, how about you? I think a, a lot of the stuff that I got into um, over the last year are really just picking up on games that I should have played years ago. That I Like Panzer Dragoon Saga, for example, um, I've had that game maybe for like 10 years, never touched it until for whatever reason this summer, I decided to, to uh, play through it. And so that, that was, I don't know. I think that was one of my, my more defining Saturn experiences of, of 2018. Um, it's such a great game. And I loved, I love team Andromeda's unique interpretation of the genre because, you know, it just plays so differently from uh, what you would expect from a lot of jrpgs of the era that were kind of uh you know ushered into prominence or back into prominence with uh, you know, a lot of square and enix's work but uh and then also i think we did a halloween horror cast a while back for the um, the junkyard titan cast um and so it was really fun to play through uh some of those games for the first time um like d and um and some of those and so uh oh deep fear deep fear i i think i went on on and on about that in the one of our early, in that earlier episode but um yeah, I, I love those games, and you know, it was just really interesting the fact that it took this long for me to play what became ultimately some of my favorite games on the Saturn of all. How about you, Chaz? Let's see, uh, Saturn-related? My Saturn has actually been uh, pretty quiet as of late. As far as 2018 goes, I had a really nice highlight with, uh, with Ben playing Mortal Kombat Trilogy and uh, providing the hilarious commentary and all the trivia and all that, because I'm a, I'm a big classic Mortal Kombat buff so that was nice to uh, 
get my voice on the uh, on the episode there and let people know that I'm still here and I'm not dead or something. You know what I mean? So that was very that was very rewarding uh, helping out with Ben there. That would be uh, that's probably uh, among my favorite uh, 2018 moments. How about you, Nuno? My favorite highlights of the Saturn. Well, I don't really have a defining moment like a specific game that I played or something like that. I think I really enjoyed in the beginning of the year just explore the emulation scene. I know it's a kind of a hot topic right now, but uh, I really liked exploring the where the emulation scene was at, uh, particularly in terms of enhancing the games in some way or doing some stuff that you can't do on a real console like specific examples that come to mind uh, using uh, Yava Sanshiro, which is the emulator. It's a fork of Yabause, and it's the only emulator that can do high internal, higher internal resolution. So rendering games in 1080p or 4K or whatever resolution you want to run them at. And some look actually pretty bad, but some actually look quite all right. So it was always fun trying games out and see how they look uh, when bumped up to such high resolutions in comparison to the to the original, which was always around 240p. And playing with widescreen hacks, some of those actually work on a real console, but I just try them on emulators. And uh, again, it doesn't work great for all games, but for those that did playing Saturn games in widescreen that weren't supposed to be played in widescreen. We all know that a couple of games actually supported it out of the box, but most didn't. Uh, and just messing with shaders in RetroArch, trying to uh, simulate all kinds of screens on my PC. I'm running a regular modern LCD. So trying to simulate like just a regular old CRT TV, can lines, or all kinds of stuff. It was really fun just messing around with that and just... You know, trying to inject new life into these old games that, particularly games that I've been playing for 20 years, you know, by now I know them inside out and just trying to do something new with them. It was it was a lot of fun. I really recommend uh, for anyone that, uh, who is interested in that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you know, some of the videos you posted um, a while back, it might have been early 2018 or, or maybe late 2017, but of just, you know, on our uh, Junkyard YouTube channel with um, just showing off some of the um, the upscaled versions. I think, you, I think you had Burning Rangers on there, which I thought looked really good. Um, I don't remember what emulator you were using for that, but you were like, I think you had scaled it to either 4K or 1080p or both. Yeah, the and then uh, I think Sega Rally and some of those others that you had later on. Um, so, yeah, I don't know which games are still problematic, but um, it'd be kind of cool to see more of them uh, running that way. Maybe once I get a, a decent PC, I can start tinkering with that. And I'll definitely be hitting you up, Nuno, for advice on all of that. Yeah, no problem. I actually started a, a series or plan to start a series of articles on the Saturn Junkyard blog about emulation going into each available emulator uh, really into detail the pros and cons of each one and how to set them up which is a difficult thing for a lot of people setting these emulators up uh, for the first time but i just <laughs> i just never got around to it i mean i did the intro i wrote the intro uh, article about that but i didn't follow through yet uh, it's on the list <laughs> but i want to get around to that 
but yeah, um, you talked about which games worked and which games didn't. Uh, you know, lots of times it doesn't actually have to do with the emulator, even though the Yava Sanshiro or Yavaos in general uh, is very problematic in terms of compatibility. It's a current mainstream emulator for the Saturn that has the worst com- the worst compatibility rate. But uh, for some games, it's just a matter of how they were programmed. They, they just don't really look that great. I mean, if they combine 2D and 3D elements, for example, a lot of games add 3D characters, but they add 2D elements to them. So, for example, I don't know, a character that has wings, maybe the wings aren't 3D models. Maybe they're just 2D uh, sprites attached to the back, you know? And those kind of elements usually look out of place uh, when running in high resolutions. And they have all kinds of pop-ups or wobbling polygons and stuff like that. So for a lot of games, there's just no way around how they look. But yeah, the emulator can always improve. And sure, I'll have to set it up. <laughs> no problem. Cool. So uh, how about you, Patrick? What's some of your favorite stuff to come out of 2018? Well, I actually have a, a three three specific things that I, that I really enjoyed in 2018 that was Saturn related. Uh, the first was Kay being amazing and helping me get a Raya for my Saturn, which I've been using constantly, and it really changed my not only changed my experiences in the Saturn, but my perspective. Where I kind of had a I kind of got the idea that I don't really want to collect for it; I just want to play it. So a lot of the games that I've had, I've been either giving to friends or. You know, just not. I'm just not really collecting as much anymore. And of course, I have important ones. You know, Resident Evil, Nights in the Dreams, things of that nature. The the really good ones I really want to keep. But you know, the other ones that are kind of like, eh, I just like use as gifts and give it to people, or I'll either do that or trade it or something. But but yeah, I really appreciate that, Kay, and I want to thank you again for that. It helped me a lot. Uh, number two was uh was Dave actually getting me the uh, making me the Nights into Dreams uh, Christmas reproduction which i thought was really nice uh i added my name to a list and he was kind enough to get that for me he actually uh he actually wrote me a little note um that i thought was really sweet so i'm gonna read that real quick it says uh uh hey bro the saturn is not our future bernie stuff what the <laughs> god damn it bernie peter no. messer wrote that <laughs> <laughs> point well taken uh nicely done there pat Sorry, uh, that was pr- I listened to that part five times during editing your cast. That was pretty funny. Um, no, but uh, it says, "Hey, bro, hope you enjoy this, even though you hate the game." LOL. I love you, man. Uh, you always make me laugh. Cheers, Dave. So yeah, I really appreciate that, Dave. And I, it's probably one of the things I'll never get rid of, even if somehow my Saturn blows up and all my collections like no more. It will be framed on the wall along with uh, K's and all the other guys that. Uh, that gave me this really cool stuff for sure. Cause you know, I just really think that stuff really means, it means a lot to me that you guys would do that and make that. And, you know, I mean, K even making me a, a police knots Patrick edition. I mean, that's, I, I'm getting really emotional. I just really yeah, appreciate huge. Yeah. I really appreciate you guys and all you really do for me. And you guys are probably the coolest guys I know on the internet. Mm-hmm. And actually everybody in the chat's pretty amazing as well. It's really cool, and I've really been, yeah. It's it's been a wild ride, and I'm really excited for 2019 if this was the 2018. But uh, uh, I, I guess the the last thing is really the I guess, and it's it's sort of both me and Claire, where the um was the uh, Sakura Wars um English translation 
I re- oh, we were yes. both really excited that as we're really we're really big weeaboos and we love anime based games and we both really won the Tricycore Wars so we're excited for that and we can't wait to see that coming out in 2019. Same here. I'm a closet weeaboo. But right. what about? Uh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot to introduce you, Peter. I'm sorry. What about you, Peter? How was your uh, How was your 2018 in terms of Sega Saturn? Besides it not being your future. <laughs> well, quite a bit of things. First of all, you know, I was kind of reflecting, and to my surprise, I used my Saturn mainly this year to play retro games that appeared on the Saturn back in the day. So. I'm talking about the um, MSX collection uh, that Chaz mentioned earlier. And in particular, and I don't remember the name of the game now um, that's on the disc, but there's this Antarctica penguin game on it where you sort of run around and you try to avoid, you know, holes in the ice. And it's essentially a race against the clock. Anyways, it's super corny, but it's incredibly fun. Um, adventure. Is that okay? Thank you so much, Chaz. That's what it was. Um yeah, the other one I have, the an actual copy is Penguin Adventure, the sequel. Oh, wow. Okay. See, now I'm interested, so now I'm going to have to look into it. Um, beyond that, you know, I, there's a uh, Saturn release of uh, Space Invaders, so I got into that a little bit. Um, lots of Space Harrier and Outrun. And also the um, Arcade Greatest Hits Atari Collection, which was released over here. And one super neat thing that I discovered with that particular game is it's actually natively compatible with the floppy disk drive. And I am positive that that is not documented anywhere on the internet. It was a surprise to me, but um, you know, for, for those of you out there who care, it is entirely possible to just select the uh, floppy disk drive and uh, save your high scores uh, for the Atari Greatest Hits game. So, total surprise for me. Um, aside from that, I mean, I joined the uh, Shiro uh, cast as a uh, regular member um, once Dave, you know, stepped away uh, with the birth of his daughter. So, uh, that's been pretty uh, awesome for me. And then uh, I also did, uh, just recently, I did a playthrough of... Um, you know, how I play Knights to try to get high scores. I've been meaning to do something like that to put it out there uh, for everybody to see for a long time, but I finally have been able to sort of uh, find the time to do that. And so it was really just a lot of fun to uh, to make a quick video and, and just show people how it is that I play that game. And uh, so, yeah, 2018's been just a lot of, um, you know, unexpected, I guess, Saturn uh, memories for me. But it's been uh, just a ton of fun. And uh, I'd really want to hear what uh, what your experiences were for 2018, Dave. Sure. Yeah, thanks, Peter, for doing that video. I mean, I, I think I was bugging you to do something like that for a long time, you know. And so uh, I think it was really helpful. I think uh, just like Chaz's Dragon Force video, I think anybody who really wants to wrap their head around nights and, uh, and really get into it and improve their game, all they need to do is watch that video. Uh, the way that you... Uh, the way that you made it look so simple, but again, you you know you expressed and explained everything uh, so eloquently. I think is uh, it's going to be a good staple video that I can uh, continue to share uh, whenever anybody you know says that they're confused about how nights works. Um, but you know, moving on uh, to my 2018, I think really this is just going to sound sappy and sentimental, but uh, you know, um, acquiring games is you know it's par for the course. It's something that, you know, happens 
uh, year to year and that you know yeah you get you get new games you uh you know you get rid of old games you know but um but that's not the most important thing that happened in my 2018 um really you guys are the best thing about my 2018 oh i know that sounds i know that sounds super sentimental but i'm not kidding like being a saturn fan growing up in reno nevada was the equivalent of choosing to be an exile basically i it, i elected to be an outcast um because you know all my friends had playstation everybody had playstation uh, and our you know to be honest i had a playstation my dad had one so we had it in the house but like I basically chose to make the Saturn my console and the one that I was going to like basically heavily pursue. And um, so, yeah, I kind of knew that <laughs> that was uh, along with the territory was going to be that I, it was going to be hard finding other people that I could share it with. And I feel like this last year I've done I've been playing catch up, you know, on like 20 years, 20 plus years of not having <laughs> any like Saturn friends, you know, to talk with or to share a lot of these memories with and uh i'm just looking at like the youtube channel um you know just uh going by date and starting about 12 months ago you know a year ago we did our first titan shiro mega cast that's kind of how we kicked off the year and that was a huge coming together of like two huge groups of people excellent people just you know um every one of you are special unique uh, you bring something different to the table um and i see that that was it was about that time that we kind of rebranded the the shiro uh look and feel and direction of where we were going with the cast and we started doing these mini casts where we started adding new members like Chaz, game master Chaz. you know um what a great guy he is and uh and how much uh you know personality and and uniqueness that he adds to our group and and peter and uh you know peter's such a great guy um you know i could gush and gush about um what a wonderful guy he is and uh and what a great writer he is and uh, you know excellent uh just excellent people you know friends that i've made over this past year and claire you know she's like a little sister to me and uh she's such a sweet um sensitive and caring person and I care about her a lot. And, um, you know, I'm looking at some of the, the streaming. I guess 2018 was the year where I got into streaming for the first time. So, you know, I started streaming things like Sonic R. And that really helped me get into that game more than I ever had before. Because it, it made me t- take a step back and look at the game um, for all of its pros and cons, for its flaws, uh, for the things that it did well it made me reevaluate it and realize that the old adage that we never got a Sonic, a true Sonic game on the Saturn was a fallacy. I actually think Sonic art is a true Sonic game and I, and I really do enjoy it. And, uh, and you know, so many other things, Nanatsu Kaze no Shima, I really got into that game. Um, I'm still working out the, the Japanese translation for it, but I kind of took a hiatus from that, uh, uh, as uh, becoming a parent times two kind of takes up a lot of my time. So I'm not able to study Japanese as much. And I, I'm sure Peter can, uh, you know, he knows how that is uh, because he's also studying Japanese. He's already completely but, flown it, Dave. You you like fell way behind. You got to step up your A game. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, uh, Sam, another absolutely wonderful person. Um, just such a great guy, such a great friend. Um, I, I love 
everything you do, brother. I love your creativity, uh, um, your cinematic eye, um, just the um, just the personality that you bring to your channel and your thoughts. And I liked hearing your story about uh, how the Dreamcast saved you and um, so many great things. Father K, um, you hold this community together kind of like the glue, you know. Um, you know, you're you just uh, you just really encourage um, diversity and community, and I love that. And uh, and Brian, you're so knowledgeable, and you're so always willing to help, and you're always willing to kind of be a mediator and and break up arguments. And and you know, I love that about you. And uh, and Nuno, I've learned a lot about um, emulation. I actually don't know really anything about Saturn emulation before I started listening to you on podcasts and watching your videos. So um, that was great. And then Pat, you know, Pat is like the class clown, and uh, he in has, a bad way, in a in the best way. Uh, you know, he trolls me all the time <laughs> um, and he as as well as peter he has a a very quick dry uh sense of humor and he's able to just drop bombs you know uh that that kind of go over my head often um but he always makes me laugh and uh i love him for that and and Kay, um you know Kay is an also an amazing person who um i think you know he was the the first friendship that i really fostered in this community and and got to talk to him and got to confide in with him and, uh, and really go in depth about our life, you know, not just the Saturn because the Saturn is kind of uh, it's a cool console and everything, but it's kind of a paperweight uh, or an afterthought in my mind um, in, in, in comparison to you guys. I'm sorry. I just want to say along with Kay, um, I just want to say that Kay's the only person we're saying that he's a Saturn expert is a slap in the face to him. Cause that'd be a complete understatement completely. Mm-hmm. He is the Saturn master. But, you know, we share a lot in common, too, because we've both got kids around the same age and we, we both, uh, you know, have gone through a lot of the same, a lot of the same feelings, a lot of the same, uh, you know, experiences in our, in our gaming journey and everything like that. So, you know, it's, it's been good to be able to talk to him. And if I'm missing anybody, oh, Ben, Ben also, you know, he, he couldn't be here for this cast, but I just have to say also great guy. Uh, so so quick and willing to help and want to be involved in Shiro and want to go to the the conventions and um, you know I'm just so impressed at his like go getter uh, quality you know that he he really was quick to be involved and yeah so I love that too. That's it. It's just people, you know, you guys, friends. That's the biggest part of my year. Well, Dave, I mean, it's been awesome having you all of your contributions to the community and I feel like I've learned so much from all of you guys uh the Shiro podcast but um but you know everything from just the discussions you guys spark and and Dave you know you have a, a knack for starting really interesting topics that really get us to think about why we love these games or force us to reevaluate or even just explore these 20 plus year old games uh and find things that are special and unique about them that we never really appreciated before and i think a lot of the back and forth dialogue that is spawned through um through your discussions uh has really helped enrich my own 
uh, interest in the Saturn, and, and I feel like I'm going to speak for a lot of people when I when I say that as well. Um, I mean, and like even just like Sonic R, which you brought up. I mean, I probably wouldn't have played that nearly as much if if it weren't uh, for you and was it Dean and a few other people who were uh, mm-hmm. kind of going at it in uh, one of Simon's uh, junkyard challenges. Um, and and what I love you know where those are at their best or when it's it sparks that conversation of oh here's what i'm doing here's how i approach this game and then and it's not even just strategically although it includes that but but it's also like it gets you to 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 discuss and really hash out and delve into the finer details of what that game is doing and and what it actually was um and you know even amongst amidst all of us here there's going to be very different opinions of what each game is not least of which sonic are which is notoriously one of the most uh divisive games on the saturn i think but but just those conversations and those challenges and those those moments are really what i think highlight the uh, community and i maybe i'm getting a little ahead of us here um but certainly you know, I really appreciate again all of your guys' contributions to that. Um, but again, yeah, Simon, I mean, going to you, man. That you know, this is all your baby, um, as far as the the junkyard forum in which a lot of these these discussions and connections take place. Yeah, well, uh, thank you. I, I mean, the community is without doubt is the most special, and, and I was going to uh, mention that, and, and I'm afraid Dave has completely eclipsed me by that absolutely beautiful tribute to everyone on the scene so i'll echo everything that dave says but one of the things that i was going to say one of my best satin experiences this year was actually having dave make me a couple of videos which were designed specifically to improve my gaming <clears throat> i think one was sonic r um, i can't remember but it was uh, open up the junkyard facebook page one day and see that there was a video dropped specifically for me so that was a, a big highlight of my year but um I'm going to sound a little shallow now because I'm going to go back to a gaming experience and, and a gaming experience that gripped me 2018 was uh, Wipeout 2097, which consumed for about two months and I just didn't play anything else. And I actually only played one track of that game. I played it over and over and over with so many people telling me it was an inferior port to the PlayStation version. A game that absolutely consumed me. And again, it was something that made me understand the power of a, of a console which is coming up to a quarter of a century old and, and how it would still hold my attention and how it just just playing that game for me was the best thing to do at the end of the day the best way to relax the best way to chill out for me 2018 in terms of gaming experiences was completely dominated by wipeout 2097 and i actually at one point decided it was my favorite racing experience on the Saturn, which I'd always for 20 plus years said was Sega Rally and, and Sega Rally off the top spot for me as a game that I just go to again and again and again. And the other thing for me, so many shooters have come my way this year. I've, I've actually been a little bit spoiled for choice because I've got so many to choose from. I've, I play a little bit of this and a little bit of that and have evenings where I, I might play 20 different games in it in, in the course of a night. But um, yeah, shmups, particularly Gunbird layer section. On puzzle games, puzzle games was a, a genre which I didn't really even um, thought of as, as something that would give me a lot of gaming pleasure. But I got so into Tetris Plus, Baku Baku Animal um, Columns. I kind of rediscovered a, a love of columns 
So yeah, it was a, a tremendous year. I, I, I hope I get the chance to talk about the community a little bit later on, um, because the community is our biggest asset. It's nothing material. It's nothing you can hold in your hand. It's the sharing of experiences and the advice people give to each other and the, the laughs people have. So for me, 2018, that, and then I'm hoping that with a few of the exciting developments that are coming up in 2019, which we're going to talk about, 2019 is going to be even better. So I guess it's my turn. Uh, actually, no, we're, we're short for time, so we're just going to skip you. Yeah. Okay, next, no. <laughs> no, um, t- 2019. The Sam is not our future. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Saturn was our future. Obviously, we're all here. Um, for me, 2018 was absolutely amazing. Um, I can only echo what's already been said. That for me, it's it's not about the gifts. I mean, granted, there was a lot of things since the channel. Dave, I, I, I know I shout Dave out a lot, y'all. But, like, Dave is the number one top dog whenever it comes to my channel. Like, um, him and AJ, those two guys have done so much to help me grow help me figure out what it is i want to do and i know i talk about my channel a lot dude but that's like that's that's where my passion's at and it's all because of this community i you know i I made an end of the year video rush you know i wanted to talk about what had happened over the last year and i didn't just talk about my channel i talked about my experiences with the junkyard as well because the community especially the saturn junkyard is what made me want to talk about these things. It made me want to share my experiences. It made me want to show people what gaming meant to me. Um, and that's the best way I can do it in my opinion, because whenever I start writing stuff on YouTube, I end up getting everybody all pissed off at me. And next thing I know, half the community is like, bruh, no. <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, man, for me, my creative outlet is video, but the friendships I've made in this community between like, if for instance, like I said with AJ, me and him have spent hours, and he's not here. AJ Mastercast TV, check him out. I know I'm plugging him, but whatever, go check him out, dude. He's got some awesome videos. He's just, he's not very PG-13. <laughs> he's pretty much R-rated across the board. But um, that dude, like, he absolutely loves the Saturn. That is one of his favorite systems. Of course, he's up on an Atari Jaguar kick right now, dude. But pe- meeting people like that is what has made this year so enjoyable for me. Getting gifts from like Mr. Uh, Anthony Vargas over on the um, Saturn Junkyard. It wasn't the gift that he sent me. Granted, that was awesome. The nice little, uh, what's it called? Uh, the <laughs> Sacred Guide map for Shinmu. That was amazing. I have yet to, to frame it up yet, but it's coming. But what was awesome about that whole experience was is that we were all talking about what Sega or what a particular Sega game meant to us. And, and that's kind of the deal, though. I, you know, I know a lot of people want to discuss the technicalities of things, the development side of things, how the the Saturn is such an intricate piece of hardware. But then there's people like me who do not care at all about any of that. All we care about is the games. We care about the experiences. We care about the worlds. We care about the lore. We care about those memories. That's what we care about. And everything else behind the screen, we don't care. It, it doesn't. It's not pertinent to us because that's not what we're actually taking in. And it's the same thing with, with the actual community I'm a part of. There's so many intricate things that go on between individual people. But as a whole, the community has been so welcoming. It's been so open. 
and it and that's the great thing about it is it's not just the junkyard there's also numerous other groups i'm a part of that it seems like the saturn community especially the sega community is so less toxic than other communities at least on facebook i'm not getting started on reddit and the rest of those places that's a whole different story we open up the doors and we let people in and i was let into the community myself at some point and it started in 2017 but it, you know 2018 was the full year of it the full gambit of it you know the support i got from everybody not just from my channel not just for my creative endeavors but just like hey man how are you doing it's like i had a a massive hand injury dude I, I literally was sitting there for like two months couldn't even play a game and man people were all like dude you're okay blah i mean it's it's awesome man people all the way across the world completely different time zones that i that i would have never met otherwise like this six-year-old guy named simon who's not 60 but he's from manchester you know and he hates manchester united why do i know this dude why you know all that crap it's because of this Go <laughs> It's because of this little black box that I picked up in 1997 that I never forgot about. And all these years later, 20 years later, in fact, was whenever I found the Saturn Junkyard. So, yeah, there. I think a lot of people just think about the games and everything else. But for me, there's this camaraderie that exists around this black box. And people can call us fanboys, whatever they want to call us, but... At the end of the day, man, it's just something I love. It's something I, I have a lot of attachment to. And the community is awesome. I'm always that guy that's always being sappy and all that sentimental bullcrap. So with that being said, I it's think okay. we're Sega, yeah. Sega is sappy and sentimental. I, I know, right? <laughs> with that being said, there's a lot of crap coming up in 2019. We have We have controllers that hopefully will finally come. We have new games that are coming on their way. We have, we've got another device to add to the Saturn library of devices. The Saturn, the Saturn, blah, 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 word, Professor Abrasives S thing that is very complicated to say sometimes. Don't we be so abrasive, I'm Sam. The Setatator. The Setatator. We're going to call it that. The Taterator. Does anyone remember, what was it? It's called the Saturnator. No, does anyone remember the Chichichia? Like every single time I try to say Saturday or Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but still, we got a lot of crap coming forward, and uh, I think everybody's got a certain take on certain stuff. And I figured that'd be a good way to wrap us up. Was you know just go over what our thoughts are. Twenty nineteen has in store for the Saturn. We're going in order, right? K's up. All right. So biggest things in twenty nineteen that I'm seeing uh, down the pike. Um, that I at least hope are coming in, in 2019. Obviously, the retro bit controllers are a, a big thing. Um, and having spoken with those guys uh, over at PRGE and you know, getting to see them firsthand and knowing how uh, much effort they're putting into it, um, I'm excited about that. Um, if uh, Professor Abrasive is able to, you know, uh, go all the way with... Um, the device was it the Setator? <laughs> I don't think anyone. Setator. Setator. Saturnator. No, it's Setator. I looked it up just to be sure. Ah. Um, that that device, if he's able to fulfill on the you know ability for it to, um, still be used as a VCD uh, MPEG enhancement card, um, you know, so it doesn't you. Know, reduce the Saturn's abilities to play certain games, I'm really 
you know, interested in, in seeing how that turns out. Um, primarily because Lunar, uh, Silver Star Story Complete, is an MPEG-only game, and there's someone who's been working on translation patch for it for a while. So, you know, I'd hate for us to get a, a new Saturn translation only to not be able to have it, you know, play on every device. Beyond that, you know, further collaboration with our communities uh, in general. And I'd like to see, you know, now that we've got, um, you know, some of these unreleased games floating out there and uh, the CD block having been decrypted and, you know, completely mapped out, I'd love to see, you know, maybe we can um, reverse engineer some of the development tools that they had. Uh, I would love to see Heart of Darkness running on you know, actual hardware with a, an upgraded cart. Um, that's one of the things that I'd like to see, you know, personally is a, a, a cartridge that's all in one um, beyond what some of the pseudo Saturn uh, carts from China are doing with the multiple switch output. I'd love to see it have USB capabilities. I'd love to see it have the uh, additional uh, four meg RAM, one meg RAM, a 16 meg RAM so that Heart and Darkness could run. Um, and uh, direct save capabilities in the whole nine yards. Um, already you saw the uh, newer version of Sido Saturn Kai that was released by Cafe Alpha very recently. Um, surprised everybody with its ability to have uh, cheat codes on an action replay. And no one thought that that was going to happen. Not even uh, Cafe Alpha thought that he'd be able to fit that functionality in. So while not everyone is in, excited or interested in the development side of things, um, that's kind of where my heart is. You know, I love seeing the end results of these developments, you know, actions happen. If it wasn't for this kind of development stuff going on, you wouldn't have emulators that, you know, could play these games as well as they could. You wouldn't have um, even the ability to utilize Heart of Darkness at all. Uh, you wouldn't have... Um, pseudo saturn you wouldn't have people working on translation patches and allowing you to play games that you know were never meant to come out in this region or in this language um and that's really what i want to see just kind of like i said last year i think i, I want to see a lot of software development and new games coming out and people being able to enjoy the system I mean, honestly, I'm really glad that you're so attuned to all of the dev side um, and the innovations and, and other uh, upcoming releases and devices and whatnot, Kay, and, and really all of you guys, uh, well, more so than myself, for sure. Um, I'll, I'll always defer to you guys for any information um, about uh, the new stuff coming out because it is really exciting. But for me, I it's just really difficult for me to always keep tabs on that or, or at least to nearly the level that you guys do. So I'm really glad that you guys are always into it and on top of those announcements. Um, one thing I think I would just more broadly um, kind of parlay this, but, but you know, I do want to take a moment to appreciate how, I guess, varied all of our interests are uh, regarding the Saturn space and and I really like this with um, the four of us on the Titan cast where we all have very different uh, perspectives in in how we've approached the Saturn not even just like when we got one or what types of games we play but really like what aspects of the hobby are we uh, most passionate about 
and I really like how that resonates in, in so many different ways uh, between you know Nuno, who who's who I will always you know kind of look to for um, any insights on on emulation and and just the technical analysis of a lot of these games. Um, and of course, Simon, I mean, you just your your passion for people in the community is unparalleled. And I think that really imbues the community with a lot of character. Um, and then also, uh, Sam, I mean, you know, just all around your uh, strides in, in how you have uh, developed your storytelling and, and really just sharing that passion, especially cinematically, as you've gotten more and more into the YouTube thing. Um, and, you know, I think that a lot of these different um you know, avenues. Some are more. You know, we have more tech interests. Some are more pure enthusiasm and humor. And I love how they all kind of come together um, to really uh, create a community and a podcast um, that that's uh, a lot of fun to do. So, frankly, I just wanted to say that um, before I get too far into that. But, but really, um, going forward for 2019, I. Honestly, the thing um, I would most look forward to in the Saturn space and maybe retro gaming in, uh, in general is just generally embracing these diverse ways and finding new ways to articulate and explore our enthusiasm for the system. And I think a lot of that comes down to embracing the fact that, you know, a lot of those technical innovations that uh, Professor Abrasive and others have, have put so much time into are helping to tear down the barriers uh, for who can actually get in and appreciate this system along with us. Um, and I really look forward to how just the pure enthusiasm and a lot of the, the development side innovations come together to, to really make the Saturn a lot more accessible and open and, and something that anybody can come in and enjoy and immediately contribute and, and get something out of um, both for the system and games themselves as well as uh, the community and so I think how all of that comes together and how it evolves over the next year is what I'm really uh, looking forward to see I, I think it's going to be really exciting to um, see what comes of that but yeah how about how about you Chess? yeah what I'm looking most forward to is uh, well being able to stream again <laughs> As soon as I can get a second monitor after my uh, wedding and honeymoon is all is all squared away. But uh, as far as games to play, there's still a, there's still a huge backlog that uh, that I haven't played live yet, and it'd be nice to see it all pretty and whatnot by having a direct feed like what uh, other normal what other normal people usually do when it comes to streaming games. Yeah, that's probably my most uh, what I'm looking forward to the most is just you know being able to play the games the way you want to be able to see them instead of pointing the camera at the TV like I'm like I'm living in the 80s you know what I mean <laughs> yeah well, well I mean I also have to say just the insights that you're I think everything from Pan's Dragoon Saga to you know really all of these games like you have a really you're really adept at like figuring out what makes those games tick and, and really exploring all the ins and outs and and how to get the most out of them um, and I think it's really fun watching those uh, playthroughs. And, and so, yeah, I really appreciate that. And it'll be really cool to see um, how that evolves when you're uh, upgrading your, your stuff. Yeah, and the commentary also helps. I do a lot of vocal exercises. So, you know, being able to being able to commentate and even narrate can, uh, can really add to the fun for me anyway. I just want to chime in for a second. Like, you know, Chaz, I love listening to... Uh, your commentary as you stream games like it's just so fascinating and I just you know I find that you just pull it off so well that it's just always a pleasure so you know don't sell yourself short I totally enjoy uh, you know watching your 
your playthroughs. They're just amazing. Oh, thank you. Those are very, those are very kind words. Thank you very much. Yeah, I second that. Uh, I think you're okay. No, yeah, <laughs> you're great. Enough. It's funny you didn't uh, you didn't get me on the police notes playthrough. I, I probably would have recited all the dialogue if I could. Oh no, that that'll happen eventually. Oh, I'm sure. I'll, I'll get into that on my on my part. You should do a radio play reenactment of police knots. As long as I can play Merrill, I'm good. I'm even getting the tattoo to match, so. <laughs> so, how about you, Nuno? Well, uh, first of all, uh, Dave, uh, the things you said uh, a while ago, I wasn't expecting that when you went into what you thought of each one of us and what we bring to, to the table, to the Saturn scene and just the, our groups, our respective groups. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. I almost got a bit teary-eyed. So <laughs> thanks a lot. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, well, I'm glad you guys learned something with me. Uh, I think that's what I really like to like to do. Unlike Sam, for example, I'm not so much about uh, talking about my personal experiences with games. Of course, that's important that that, that always comes up, especially in our podcasts. But uh, I mostly like to find discover cool stuff and share it with the community i like to be the guy that <laughs> you know you always have that friend that shows you cool stuff that you wouldn't have found otherwise i think that's that that's me <laughs> in, in relation to, to the saturn scene uh about 2019 what i expect of this year in terms of saturn related stuff well i hope emulation continues to improve and uh the emulators that still have some problems like the Avasashiro get better compatibility emulators that are really demanding like Metnaf and get more lightweight so they are able to run on more machines I would really like for Metnaf to get a hardware renderer instead of being just software based and I think they're actually doing the preliminary work on that I wouldn't expect it anytime soon but I think they're preparing to do that in the future and um, well we have at least one brand new game coming for the Saturn this year which is really exciting I mean the Dreamcast got so many games uh, the Saturn really doesn't get any new games usually so it's really exciting to have a brand new game released uh, and hopefully it's a good game at that and um, I think that's it <laughs> I can't think of anything else All right. Patrick, yeah. Gotcha. yeah what are you looking forward to Pat? All right, so in 2019, um, I know in 2018, I uh, the anime streams kind of really fizzled out towards the end, unfortunately, due to just things going on in the communities, us getting busy. But I'd like to start the streams up again and uh, bring you guys more commentary, have some more guests on. I'd like to really try that out. Um, still, work, still working on the details on it, but it would be really nice to get that going again. Um like Kay uh, with the, the Satiator, um, I think it's a really interesting device, but uh, if it's going to have pitfalls where it gets rid of the, the uh, VCD support, I kind of do have my concerns about that. Um, I guess for everything else, it would be it, it's going to be fine, but, you know, uh, an all-in-one device eventually would be nice. But for now, probably shouldn't get rid of your, uh, your Reyes and your uh, Phoebes just yet. Um, Retrobit controllers, I'm really interested in trying out. Um, to be honest, I was a bit hesitant at first because uh, Retrobit has some uh, has known some quality issues. But from what Ben played and what Kay's experienced, uh, it seems like it's very well built and the controllers look uh, fantastic. And I'm 
I'm going to be excited to try them out, and I'm definitely going to be getting some once they drop, uh, when and if that ever occurs. But, but um, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um, uh, Josh Prod, I'm really excited for the game coming out. I just have some concerns, and that's... Uh, well, the big ones being how it's going to be bootable on a Saturn, while Josh Prod, all their games on Dreamcast are easily booted using the, the, MIL, the MIL CD support uh, exploit where it uses that to launch the game. Um, with the Saturn, you're going to have to need to include some sort of cart to be able to play it. Either a standalone one that does a basic uh, a basic uh, pseudo-Saturn functionality or actually include the pseudo-Saturn. So I don't know if maybe you guys... Do you guys know anything if they're had any plans for that from the josh prod or you think they're just relying on the community wherewithal to be able to boot i know, hope not illegitimate I, games I, I would figure honestly from from their side that it makes more sense to figure that the saturn community is going to take care of that into the stick because there's so many different options whenever it comes to that yeah so i'm uh i'm, I'm hoping they'll come up with either actually including a pseudo saturn or maybe a cart that just dedicates booting the game but some that's really a need that probably should be addressed and i imagine they must have addressed it because uh, some people i mean seeing the games i mean i i don't know about uk but i've seen people buy repros and always say oh i can't get to boot and it's like oh well you need the cart to boot it um so i hope they they're able to express that to the the fans and people that are buying their games but to be honest, I kind of have uh, faith in them that they'll do something to either make people aware they need it, or they'll include something to boot it, or hey, maybe even just sell pseudo and Saturn Kai's pre pre made would be kind of cool as well. the The last thing I have is that um, I actually am going to be getting a tattoo that's sort of Saturn related. I actually getting the I don't know I, I know that Chaz will know it, but the the fo- the blue Foxhound logo that Meryl has on her left shoulder. I was going to be getting on myself, so I'm very, very excited to rep the Saturn in some way or another. Having that, so I'm really excited. It's a tattoo I've always wanted, and something that it's you know liked for ten years, and I'm really ready to get it. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Um, hopefully, hopefully the 2019 will bring me everything I want, but you know, only time will tell, my friends. Uh, what about you, Peter? What are you most excited for in 2019? Well, you rounded that up pretty well, I thought, Pat. I mean, those are basically my points as well. Um, I guess, you know, when I reflect on what's potentially coming up, I mean, this is, we're talking, you know, this is a 25-year-old console now, and to have so much activity and so many things sort of coming down the pike, I mean, that's super exciting. So, I mean, obviously the RetroBit controllers I'm looking forward to. Um, I still have a few of my original controllers from back in the day, and, I mean, a quarter century of use, and, you know, they're starting to want to be replaced. Um, I'm also looking forward to uh, the new cases launching from Limited Run Games. That's sort of been on the back burner, and there's been no activity from those guys for a bit, so uh, looking forward to that. Uh, The Linkle River uh, story translation, that's pretty awesome. You know, you mentioned the uh, new game from Josh Broad. That's got me excited. The Satiator, you know, that's going to be fun to look forward to. And then just for me personally... Um, I've I, I I love writing the articles that uh, that I write for um, Shiro, and you know there's going to be a lot of really cool things that uh, are going to drop in 2019. So I'm just super excited about that. 
Um, and then in terms of the community, it's just it's fun to see new folks come into the fold uh, in the Saturn uh, community and just experience all that stuff for the first time. It's just it's really awesome. I think this is a good community. You know, we help each other out. We support each other. Um, and so I'm just looking forward to uh, more of that. Um, if anything that I'm not looking forward to in 2019, it's it's potentially, you know, Saturn game prices continuing to rise. I mean, hopefully that levels off at some point because it's getting, you know, to be a, a barrier of entry for some folks. So, uh, but overall, I mean, what a positive, you know, message for, you know, a community for a console that's effectively a quarter of a century old. I mean, that's just phenomenal to me. It's super exciting. So, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm actually kind of excited with the prospect of the Sadiator, where we can, if it's readily available and easily to get a hold of and decently priced, that they could probably alleviate some of those expensive game concerns. Sort of how the EverDrives are doing it. It's going to open up some doors if it, uh, you know, if it ends up being all that it can be. So it's just lots of excitement. Yeah, I, I for one, am excited about the Satiator. Um... I think honestly, it's a it's an EverDrive. You know, I mean, basically that's what it is. It's an EverDrive, something you can put in your pocket. If you have multiple Saturns, then it's something you can pop in any one of your Saturns without modding it. Uh, yes, I have a baby on my lap, so. Uh, but um, and you might be able to hear her. But um, so honestly, I mean, with as with EverDrives, if you guys are familiar with like EverDrive versus like SD to any SNES, I mean, if any of you guys have had some of those. Um, units you might know that you haven't been able to play Star Fox or any FX games for a while you know and of course I think that they addressed that you know recently but that's not something you were able to do first and nobody really pitched a fit about that either so I mean it's like I'll burn a CD um, if I really want to play Lunar I'll burn it I'll burn myself a CD and play off the CD but like I'm probably going to have one of those because you know it's just you're not having to mod your console you're not having to open it up and it's not that I can't mod it or that I wouldn't mod a console, but just being able to have that entire library in my pocket and being able to swap it in and out of any of my Saturns, depending on, you know, if I have to, if, you know, I have some backup Saturns, you know, so if I have to like use one of those and, and put another one in retirement, you know, I can do that easily. Um, so, I mean, for me, there's a lot of value there. I'm not so concerned about the VCD card thing. But that's just me. Um, I'm also really excited about any advancement um, that helps us come together as a community, that helps us play these games or experience these games as a community. So I'm very excited about all the work that Zaiden has done over at the Dreamcast Talk forums, uh, tweaking those VoIP settings, getting it better, uh, reducing the lag. He's made a breakthrough within like the last week uh, with Hawker Zero, um, which I it, he's telling me that it had like really really amazing results you know much better than what we were experiencing so i'm still trying to get together with him so that we can test those out but you know he was saying that they were playing bomberman with like hardly any lag at all um which is impressive to me because they weren't really playing at a decent hour either um you know so anything that's going to help us come together as a community um he's also been doing work on the ret uh sorry the dream pie and the uh dream pipe servers so that you can actually send and receive emails uh, over the net link. Um, and that's going to allow people to, you know, share saves, basically. Um, now, you could, you could share saves if you had a Saturn cart, um, the, the, uh, the Saturn cart that has like an SD card slot. You know, you could put your saves on the SD card, up upload it to a PC, 
and then you know share it over the internet and have somebody else who has a saturn cart do it as well but it's kind of nice to um it's kind of nice to see that you know there might be this opportunity for people to send and receive emails through their saturns you know with a net link um just another way just another opportunity or option for people to stay connected and share these experiences so um that's a lot of fun that's something i'm looking forward to and then i'm also looking forward to just um more streaming and uh, just getting better at that and and just you know having fun with that but uh that's pretty much me how about you simon um, for me, in 2019, um, not being too technical, it's the Josh Prog game that I'm most looking forward to. And uh, an insider at the junkyard, um, our man John Lee, who has recently rejoined us as an admin, actually got a um, preview. Um, and he's sworn to secrecy by the Josh Prog development team, but he's got screenshots and he's got um, stuff that at the moment. So uh, I'm very excited about the Josh Prog game coming out. That's been my dream. And ever since new Dreamcast games are coming out, um, I've always hoped that the same thing would happen for the Saturn. And I know that the development is that more difficult than it does for the Dreamcast, but getting a newly packaged CD in 2019, Saturn play just makes me so excited. It's It's ridiculous. Have a USSG want to take us home? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm the SSG, and this is a, no, I ain't signing out yet. <laughs> um, <clears throat> no, for me, 2019, what I have in store for it, I am interesting, tentatively interested in Mr. Josh Prod's video. I mean, his game coming out. I do realize it's, from my understanding, going to be a not Saturn exclusive, that it will also be available on the Dreamcast. Am I wrong there, gents? Uh, I don't know 100% yet. I think it might okay. just be Saturn only right now. Well, regardless of the case. Definitely, definitely on the Dreamcast as well, definitely. So I don't know oh, if okay. I'll be getting it. It, it depends. It, it depends. I might invest in getting it for the Saturn because I enjoy the Saturn's D-pad much more than I enjoy the uh, Dreamcast D-pad. But um, the Sediator or the, the Chichia of um, S-Words, as I have, eloquently placed it so far today i'm just not it's great that we have another option on the table for people i've always been a guy who's had modded consoles uh the only optical drive the only ode i have is for the dreamcast so it's another option it's great it's if it if it brings anybody else into the community i'll be happy about it i that that's my thoughts on it um I honestly do hope to see more creative content coming out of the, the Saturn community as a whole. You know, I, I think that um, a lot of people that I've talked, a lot of people I've talked to that get into YouTube at least, or get into content creation, whether it's YouTube or podcast, whatever the case is, they see everything as a, a competition, but I see it more as a, a collaboration of sorts. You know, I like working with other content creators. I like working with other individuals to put ideas together and i want to see more people in the community you know grow themselves uh one of our guy one of our members from the saturn junkyard uh, crusty and dusty uh game reviews he is a brand it's a brand new channel brian brand new channel he's he's taking his strides he's doing what he loves and he's talking about it and i love to encourage that i love to see that and i love to be sometimes an inspiration for that kind of stuff and I want to see more of that coming out of the community. Um, me personally, what I plan on doing in 2019, 
what I want to bring to the Saturn community is I've got a little a little film that I'm going to be putting together that's going to be discussing some issues with with the Saturn. You know, we always hear people talk about the the Saturn was a failure. The Saturn was a failure. Why did it fail? I mean, we can sit here for we can sit here for two hours and discuss why the Saturn failed, but, or um, didn't fail, as I would argue. No, exactly. Exactly. That's my point. You have a room with 10 people in it. You have communities with thousands of people in it. And to say the Saturn failed from an economic standpoint, you would be correct from a, from a logistic standpoint, you would be correct from so many standpoints, you would be correct. But we are sitting here a quarter of a century, nearly actually almost to the day from its Japanese release. I mean, no, that's, that's a couple of months away. Regardless, it's been almost 25 years since this console was released and we're still talking about it. We're still in love with it. We're still figuring out new things about it. We're still developing for it. We're still creating for it. We're still producing content that's relevant to it. Yeah. It peaked late. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so, sometimes you got to ride that third wave. You never know. But um, that's what I want to talk about. And that's what I hope to bring to the community. I plan on talking a lot about my own personal personal relationships with Sega consoles the Saturn being particularly one of them but um I have high hopes for 2019 not just for myself not just for Sega Saturn Shiro or the Saturn Junkyards Titan cast but for the entire community I have high hopes this this community has so just in one year how much we have grown there is so much that we can continue going forward you know, and it's, I know the junkyard's only about a year and a half old Facebook wise, but I mean, still, there is a lot of room to grow. There's a lot of territory out in front of us. And um, I don't think by any means we're over yet. And that's pretty much all I got to say about 2019. Nice. So, yeah. That, no, that's a good, I think that's a good uh, note to end things on. Sega Saturn, uh, it won our hearts. That's right. That's right. I got gotcha. you. Uh, did you want to do this uh, this this ex- ex- outro I did with you, Sam? Oh, we got an outro. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we got to end it somewhere. Okay. You should do a you should do a rap. Uh, so we're finally here performing for you know the DK rap. That's the DK Saturn. Crew. Yeah, it's DK. Saturn crew. So put your hands together if you want to rap. You take you through this this monkey rap, huh? DK, DK, Donkey Kong. So leave a bunch of normal on his back and kicks and tail. Okay, Nintendo fanboy. <laughs> Sorry, I played Smash too much. That song always plays when I pick DK's level. Do the King of Fighters '98 rap. Oh my god! <laughs> I Do can't. Burning, Ra- Burning Rangers. Burning Rangers. How about let's just... Saturn? Crazy mother name. How about let's just go. So on behalf of Sega Saturn, Shiro, the Saturn Junkyard, and all of us who weren't able to be here today. Keep going, Sam. You're doing it. Junkyard you Shiro, gotta say, go! This is Patrick, I thought we were gonna do it together. Oh, okay. I mean, I can do the whole thing by I myself. We were calling this the Titan Shiro Mega Cat. Yeah, what the hell are and we doing? I kind of, I kind of like the the the, the K one where it's Shiro cross Titan. Shiro so, cross Titans. So, on behalf of all of us here at the Sega Saturn Shiro and Saturn Junkyards Titan Cast crew, this has been the second annual Saturn Mega Cast Junkyard mega extravaganza thing we we never know what to call this stuff people but my name is samuel i'm the ssg this has also been k murderer crows gaming check them out if you want some reproductions we have brian a virtuous love the awesome man from seattle we have chaz the game master we also have patrick 
that that guy who always wants to make jokes and no one gets the references. Master but we I know, right? And then we've got Peter. <laughs> I mean, come on, y'all. We've got actually Pat's an anime hole. Okay, but we also have Peter, the man from Poland, who is now here and talks better English than me half the time. Um, who else do we have? Oh, we had Neb. We had New- ne- We had Nuno. Nebuchadnezzar, the one and only Nebuchadnezzar. He is the, re- he is the Lord he- of the Night. He is the reincarnation of Sega Saturn Shiro's Sagata Sanshiro. Like he is y'all's god level reincarnated. I'm just saying, second coming is confirmed. Um, <laughs> we've also TMI. <laughs> exactly. Then we've also got uh, my boy Dave. That's all I'm gonna say, my boy Dave. That's all you need to know about him. You got something you need, holler at him. He got you. And then we've also got Simon, Lord and Savior, Father K. And yeah, me. It's been awesome. Um, it's been more than awesome. Did. It's been fantabulosos. Exactly. exactly. It's been amazing, yeah. But yeah, I guess uh, I guess on I guess on behalf of all of us, uh, I just like to remind you guys you must play Sega Saturn. You must play Sega Saturn. You can play it if you want. It's it's a good system. I mean, yeah, we're we're just we're just not all about that, like telling people. But it's cool. It's cool. Peace out, mother. Yeah, boy. Well. Uh, my future is pretty bleak, so absolutely nothing. No. Um, in 2019, uh, I know 2018 towards the end is sort of the anime stream kind of fizzled out. Oh, gosh. Um, sorry. Uh, damn it. Kay. Damn it, Kay.